This is Sticks and Stones and Stories. It's not always easy to fall asleep, as Kieran knew all too well. He'd done everything he was supposed to do. He'd put on his pajamas. He'd had his bedtime story. He'd used the bathroom, brushed his teeth, said his prayers, and now he was lying in his bed with his head on his pillow, and the rest of him tucked under the covers. He was lying quietly, minding his own business. When out of the dark he heard, <coughs> Kieran was so surprised he sat straight up, and there it was again. <coughs> Now, what would you do if you heard a sheep in your bedroom? Kieran marched straight out his door, down the hall, and into the living room, where his parents were trying to watch a movie. There's a sheep in my bedroom," said Kieran. "Oh, Kieran," said his mother, "that is impossible. There are no sheep in your bedroom. Now go back to sleep." "But I heard it," said Kieran. "I." Think it's under my bed. There isn't room for a sheep under your bed," said his father. "Maybe you left one of your toys on." Now Kieran had toys with bells and whistles and flashing lights. He had toys that made music and engine noises and one that sounded like a space battle. But he did not have any that sounded like a sheep. Not like that sheep. Kieran said, "His mother, it is time to go back to bed." But mom said, "Kieran, bed." Said his mother. So Kieran went back down the hall and into his room and into his bed. Then he waited. He didn't have to wait long. <coughs> Kieran jumped up again, but this time. He had a plan. He grabbed a flashlight and knelt down and shone his light under his bed, and there it was—a sheep, a very small sheep, so small he could have picked it up with his hands. <coughs> it said as it stared back at Kieran. Kieran dropped his flashlight and raced into the living room. There is a sheep. I saw it. It's under my bed. I told you," said his father. "A sheep wouldn't fit under your bed. It's a small sheep," said Kieran. "A very small sheep." He grabbed his father's hand and dragged him back to his bedroom. "Look," he said, pointing under his bed. But when they looked, the sheep was gone. Kieran said, "His father, that's enough messing around." It's time to get in bed and go to sleep. Kieran lay in bed and waited. He waited and waited and waited. And just when he thought the coast was finally clear, <coughs> this time it was worse. He could hear it clearly. There wasn't just one sheep. 
There were two. Kieran jumped out of bed, turned on his light, and there they were, nibbling on his rug, as if it were grass. Kieran raced to the living room as fast as he could. Quick, he yelled to his parents, they're eating my rug. This time he grabbed his mother's hand and dragged her back down the hall. But when they reached his room, there were no sheep. Oh, Kieran, said his mother, it's bedtime. You need your sleep. You are not to leave your room again unless it's an emergency. Do you understand? An imaginary sheep are not an emergency. Kieran was not very happy as he climbed back into bed. But there was nothing he could do. So when his mother left again, he lay in the dark and he waited. And just as he expected, <coughs> but this time it was so much worse. It was a whole flock of sheep. Now, Kieran's mother had said he couldn't leave his bedroom. But she didn't say he couldn't turn on the light. So he did. It was crazy. There were little sheep everywhere. On his bed, under his bed, on his chair, on his shelves, climbing into his dresser. They were all over the place. Kieran picked up his pillow and started nudging sheep towards his closet. If he could just get them all inside and close the door... Well, at least that would be a start. But those sheep were not easy to collect. He'd get one in the closet, and then another one. But as soon as he opened the door to put the third sheep in, the first two would escape. The sheep were getting into everything. They were bouncing on his pillow. They were knocking over his books. They were pulling out all his clean underwear. That's enough, said Kieran. He picked up two sheep from his dresser, three sheep from his shelves, and two more from under his bed and put them all in his toy box. He chased sheep from one end of his room to the other, from the corners, from under laundry, from his windowsill, until he had the very last sheep in his hand. Or so he thought until a sheep he hadn't seen knocked over a giant Lego tower. That's when Kieran's parents showed up at the door. What on earth, said his father. Sheep, said his mother. You were right, sheep. <coughs> said the sheep. While Kieran's father helped Kieran chase down the last sheep, and put his room back together, Kieran's mother took out her cell phone and made a few quick calls. Ten minutes later, there was a knock at the front door. It was a boy. A very small boy, so small that he barely came up to Kieran's knees. And he was dressed all in blue. I'm so glad you called, said the boy. I've been looking for those sheep everywhere. I took a nap under a haystack, and when I woke up, those sheep were gone. You know, 
Little boy blue, come blow your horn. The sheep's in the meadow, the cow's in the corn. Where is the boy who looks after the sheep? He's under the haystack, fast asleep. Yep, that's me. Right, said Kieran's mom. Well, we're glad you could come. They're just in here. <coughs> the sheep were more than happy to follow little boy blue out of Kieran's toy box, out of his bedroom, and out of the house. Then, for the fourth time that night, Kieran climbed back into his bed and pulled up the covers. Good night. Sleep tight, said his parents as they tucked him in. And if you hear any more sheep tonight, said his mother, just tell them to please be quiet and go to sleep, and we'll take care of them in the morning. Sticks and Stones and Stories is written, narrated, and produced by Rachel Dunstan Muller. Find out more at racheldunstanmuller.com. Thank you.